Every minute, every moment counts. Hello, I'm Julie Hyde, and I understand what it takes to make these moments count for leadership, business, and your life. This podcast will deliver insights and game-changing leadership moments that will allow you to level up and shine a light for those around you. Let's get into today's episode. Hello. This is my last podcast for 2022. Gosh, this year has gone so fast since starting back in April this year after my rather rocky start to the year and now releasing an episode every week. We recorded 38 episodes, including my 100th episode, which was quite a milestone. So it's been a pretty amazing year. It's actually been my most favorite year ever for the podcast. You know, last year I made a decision to step it up by being bolder and more confident. And in doing that, I've attracted the most amazing guests who said yes when I invited them onto the podcast and where I've had amazing people connect me to other amazing people, you know, they've said yes to. So it's been just so good. And I want to thank all of my guests who have just been, you know, really incredible. I've learned so much from each person and I felt really inspired each time I finished the interview. And the feedback this year has been really awesome. It's been the biggest year for our downloads and we've had two really huge months, those being May and October. I've really loved working with the team at Bambi Media this year. That's another change that I made and I think it was a really fantastic decision. Actually, I know (laughs) it was a fantastic decision because working with Brianna and the team, they make it so very easy and offer really fantastic guidance. The one thing with the podcast, it has given me such a real sense of purpose, especially with the first six months being incredibly difficult, most of it feeling um, very unwell. This was a beautiful and meaningful focus for me and inspired me to move through and forward what I was experiencing dealing with the challenges of my cancer diagnosis. So your listenership has meant so much to me this year and has really fueled my resolve and focus to make this the best possible podcast that I can for you. So a massive, massive thanks to you. Now, when I was diagnosed with cancer last year, uh, I did a lot of reflection on how I was living my life and what I needed to stop, start, change and continue to ensure that I was living completely aligned with my values and doing things that give me joy and set my heart on fire, which I realized that I wasn't doing enough of. You certainly do not need a life-threatening diagnosis to do this sort of reflection and make sure that you are aligned. The end and start of a year is a opportune time to do this. So as we turn our thoughts to next year, I thought I'd share some juicy insights on how to make it a game-changing year for you. Now, if you believe what the media tells you, it's all going to be doom and gloom. Now, I don't buy into a lot of that 
However, I am a realist and I do keep my finger on the pulse. If you are going to make 2023 a game-changing year for you, you need to lead it, you need to own it, and you need to be in control. Not allow what is going on in the world to control you. This I know for an absolute fact. So now is the time to get really curious and dig deep so you can launch into 2023 with confidence and with clarity. That is incredibly motivating and creates enormous momentum. So here are 11 questions to work through professionally and personally. Number one, how can you keep your mindset inspired? And by inspired, I mean keeping it positive and focused in the right direction. Sometimes I have to work really hard at this. For example, I can be very mood driven by the weather. (laughs) We've had some really crappy weather this year. So I need to be really conscious of this and ensure that on those days, I'm ensuring that I'm keeping my mindset in check. I don't always win and I can get down about things, which is okay, but the most important thing is that you don't stay there, that you know how to move through it. And I shared my inspired mindset model on my episode a couple of weeks ago, and that is starting with your mindset, then leading through to your behaviors, and then understanding the result that you're wanting to achieve. Now, in this type of situation, when we're focusing on what we're wanting to achieve, perhaps in the next year, starting with the result is really powerful. So it's understanding the outcome that you want to achieve and therefore then having a look at, right, if I want to achieve that, what's the mindset that I need? And then understanding the behavior or actions that you need to put in place to make sure that you achieve that result. So keeping that inspired mindset model top of mind for you can be a real game changer for you. Number two, do you have flexibility emotionally and behaviorally? This is key to being a game-changing leader. We need flexibility in spades, not only behaviorally, but also emotionally. So with our emotional intelligence. There's a lot of challenges in terms of economic challenges, environmental people. I mean, people challenges are incredibly complex now with up to five to six generations in business. We have supply chain issues. There's really no set and forget with goals. We need to be really flexible and really agile with our behaviors and our emotions. There's no one size fits all, especially when you're dealing with people. So whether that be at home or at work, as a client or as a provider, you really need emotional flexibility to be able to have great conversations and to achieve great outcomes and to be a game-changing leader. And we are all leaders, remember, we need to be really flexible. So do you have the required flexibility that you need? Number three, how will you stay anchored to who you want to be? When you feel yourself being taken off track or drifting in the current, how can you get back on track? Now, this can happen really, really easily depending on what's happening in your life or what's happening at work or in your business. So what are the checkpoints? What are your checkpoints? Is it when you look in the mirror? Do you ask for feedback? Do you do daily reflection? 
What is it for you to ensure that you are being the person and the leader that you want to be? Number four, what do you want your key message to be? You know, what do you want to be known for as a leader in your business, your career, or your life? Now, a really great reference for this is Holly Ransom's book, Leading on the Edge, and her chapter about framing your choices. As part of that, she encourages us to do up a mock business card. And basically, it says, you know, to write your name, so like Julie Hyde, Chief Role Model. And then underneath that, where it will have, you know, traditionally the part where the company name is on, write the context that you want to define yourself in or that people see you being a role model for. So she has, you know, Holly Ransom, chief role model, master questioner, committed to helping emerging leaders find their answers. So that is what she wants to be known for. And then underneath that, she encourages you to think about the behaviors that exemplify playing that role. And that is that she never walks past it, that she feels compassion first, and she starts before she's ready. So I think this is a really, really powerful exercise to go through. I went through this as part of her program. And this is also something that you can have as a visual prompt for yourself to get really, really clear on what you want to be known for. And then the key things that you want to be doing to make sure that you are being the role model for what you want to be known for. It was a really powerful exercise for me to do and also for those in the group. So number five, where will your boundaries be? This is an important one. And where people can get really off track very easily, it's not sticking to boundaries or not having boundaries at all. My belief is if you don't have boundaries, you don't have standards. Get really clear on what your priorities are. And I would encourage you to think of your top three to five. If you have a long list of priorities, they are not priorities. They're a wish list. So get really clear on what is important to you and ensure that you've put firm boundaries around them. And I have a really great quote here, which is, expectations are infinite. Time and energy is finite. You are always choosing. So choose well. We are all leaders, but you cannot be a leader of others unless you are a leader of self first. Over the past two decades, I've empowered hundreds of leaders to deliver positive impact to the business they are representing, resulting in extraordinary sales growth and high staff retention rates. I'm often asked the question, how can I work with you, Julie? Here's how. I present one-hour keynotes to corporations, providing practical tools and strategies for leaders and their teams to take control of busy, to be intentional with their actions and achieve the high performance results that they're looking for. I also work one-on-one with a select few ambitious and courageous leaders who understand the key to creating their success starts with them. So if you'd like to connect, you can find me at juliehyde.com.au. Number six, how will you look after you? 
This is critical. And this is about how you fuel you. And this will have a direct impact on your performance as a leader, personally and professionally. As leaders, we can always be looking after someone else and we can leave us to last. How will you ensure that you are the best version of you in 2023? Now, this will tie into question number five and also question number seven, but also question four in terms of what you want your key messages to be and what you're role modeling. Okay, so how are you going to look after you? Number seven, what gives you joy or makes your heart sing? Do more of that. What would you love to do that if time wasn't an issue that you do more of? For example, I didn't realize I did this, but when I had a a conversation with a coach of mine, I realized that I can tend to fit in walks rather than go for a walk. You know, I'll always make time for exercise, but I tend to like fit it in. Whereas when I just meander and take it all in, you know, when I don't have time pressures, I feel really joyous. I feel the sun on my face. I notice how blue the sky is. It's a real difference in how I experience my walk when I give myself the time to do it rather than just fitting it in. It's a real distinction mindset there. Other things I love to do is an example that gives me joy is like surprising people or giving little gifts or patting my cat, spending time with my hubby, my friends and my family. Time is too short not to be doing more of this. So what do you need to embrace more of in your life that will make you really happy? And don't forget that happiness is contagious. Number eight, what do you need to change? What's not worked for you this year that you can control? Now I'm talking about habits here and they might be people pleaser habits, how you use your time, busyness. Are you getting stuck in busyness? You know, is it who you surround yourself with? Is it your social media habits, morning routines or lack of them? What you watch, what you listen to, what you read. So understand what's not worked for you this year, like what hasn't fueled your mindset, what hasn't enabled you to be the best role model, what hasn't served what you want to be known for, that hasn't really fueled you to be the best leader that you can be. Understand what those are and what you need to change. Number nine, what habits do you need to stop? Now, Busy is something I hear so many people swear that they will be less busy at the start of each year. And then when life gets back to normal in February, we're back to being busy. You know, be conscious of how much time you're wasting in the morning scrolling social media or jumping onto email and then being controlled by other people's demands on your time. Be conscious of the words that you say. Are you beating yourself up? Is there a lot of negative self-talk that's going on? You know, this is a habit. Habits of not going to bed early because (laughs) we're so engrossed in maybe Netflix series that potentially are not fueling you to be the best that you can be. Or scrolling social media, you know, taking the phone to bed and then wasting hours scrolling and the next thing you know it's 12 o'clock 
and now you've got to try and get to sleep, but all the blue light that you've consumed is going to impact on that. So do a bit of a bad habit audit and really understand what do you need to stop doing in order to be a game-changing leader in 2023. Number 10, what do you need to say yes to? Now, these might be things that you've sacrificed due to a misguided sense of obligation or things that you're missing out on that you're regretting missing out on, things that you say no to because apparently you're too busy. It might be time with friends, with family, playing a sport, starting a hobby, going on a holiday with mates, you know, playing golf. What can you say more yeses to? that will enable you to be at your best and feel really fulfilled. And number 11, on the flip side of that, what do you need to say no to or who? Now, it's incredibly liberating once you get really good at saying the word no for a purpose. Now, I understand that the people pleasers listening to this are probably going to be going, oh my God, I can't do this. <laughs> but you can with practice. Now, I remember seeing Naomi Simpson speak. She is a CEO of Red Balloon. And I remember her sharing that no is a statement. And I found that really empowering. No is a statement. Saying no will give you the opportunity to say more yeses to you or more yeses to the things that bring you joy, connection, love, and peace. So it's incredibly powerful. Now, if you carve out some time and work through all of these 11 things, you will have a pretty superb blueprint for a game-changing year in 2023. If you work through five of them, or even just one, that's fantastic. But the more you put in, the more you'll get out. Then, of course, you need to make it happen and put into action all the things that you have decided to do to have your game-changing year in 2023. And I have every belief in you that you will do that. Now, I'll let you into a little secret. This is the final episode of Making It Count forever. But I have something new coming for you on the 4th of January in 2023, which is really exciting. And I will explain more of that in that episode. But in between that time, I have a couple of really fabulous reruns for you in December with Pretty Inchody and Dr. Amy Silver, who were a couple of our highest rating episodes for 2022. So it gives you the opportunity to tune into those again because there's some really key messages in those, in both of them, for you to have a really fabulous year in 2023. It will really complement what I've shared with you here on this final episode. But I want to send you off with a huge heartfelt thanks from me for tuning in to all of these episodes. It's because of you that I keep producing these and I wish you and your family a wonderful festive season filled with love, joy and connection. And until I speak to you again via your earpods or your headphones, keep making it count and making a difference. (music) 
Thank you for listening to today's episode. And I trust that you enjoyed leaning into one of the precious moments shared. I invite you to leave your thoughts as a review in support of this show. You can also share with your network and even rate and review it. I would appreciate that feedback and connection. I'd love to connect on LinkedIn or Instagram via my handle, Julie Hyde Leads. Until next time, live and lead intentionally and make it count. Make it count.